brothers, sisters, and friends. My brothers and I would like to welcome each one here this day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's he who we remember this day. And really, that's the only reason we're here, to remember him and partake of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. You know, sometimes we come to this service and we feel uh, unworthy to partake. And I had an elder share with me one time that the only reason that you should not partake is if you're not willing to change. So if you have come here this day with a willingness to change, and isn't that really what repentance is? Is to change, to align our will with our Father's will and His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. You're worthy to partake if you're willing to change. And so it is, brothers and sisters, we're here to remember the life and the purpose and this great sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And for our call to worship this day, I would like to read from Mosiah, the first chapter. And oh, how wonderful these words of King Benjamin are that have been recorded. And I would like to begin in the 116th verse. And moreover, I say unto you, that there shall be no other name given, nor any other way nor means whereby salvation can come unto the children of men, only in and through the name of Christ, the Lord Omnipotent. But men drink damnation to their own souls, except they humble themselves and become as little children, and believe that salvation was and is and is to come, in and through the atoning blood of Christ, the Lord Omnipotent. For the natural man is an enemy of God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever. But if he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint, through the atonement of Christ the Lord and becometh as a child, Submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things, which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. And moreover, I say unto you that the time shall come when the knowledge of the Savior shall spread throughout every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. And behold, when that time cometh, none shall be found blameless before God, except it be little children. Only through repentance 
and faith on the name of our Lord God Omnipotent. Let's continue our service by singing of him 27. Father, which art in heaven, we come to you at the start of the service to seek your favor, to ask that you might bless us with the abundance of the outpouring of your spirit this day. Lord, we have gathered from many walks of life and many troubles that have tossed us to and fro, and we come to remember your son, Jesus Christ, the great physician the only one that can mend broken hearts, the only one that can bring salvation for eternal life. And in his name, Lord, we come to you with thanksgiving in our heart that you have prepared a way that we might do these things to honor you and to praise you. And I would uphold my brother Joe as he would break forth the word of life that you would enlighten his mind and soften his heart and each one present as well, that we might be in tune with your good spirit, 
and that we might recognize your continual presence in our life as we seek you out. Bless us in our endeavor today to remember your Son and to honor him as we honor you. And we pray in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. By now, perhaps, you have learned the lesson that a kingdom, if you will, or a mansion is being prepared for you. But to do that, there are certain requirements to that this may be fulfilled. The Lord said in section 77, this requirement is incumbent upon all of us. If ye are not equal in earthly things, ye cannot be equal in obtaining heavenly things. For I, for if you will that I give unto you a place in the celestial world, you must prepare yourselves by doing the things which I have commanded you and required of you. Wherefore, a commandment I give unto you to prepare and organize yourselves by a, by a bond or everlasting covenant that cannot be broken. That through my providence, notwithstanding the tribulations which shall descend upon you, that the church may stand independent above all other creatures beneath the celestial world, that you may come up into the crown prepared before you, for you, and be made rulers over many kingdoms, saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Zion. May we from this day forth prepare for that kingdom. Would you bow with me? Our Heavenly Father, we give thee thanks for the many blessings of life that come our way. We pray that we may know these preparations in life as we go about our journey. And may we impart that which needs to be for the sake of the kingdom. May we impart of the substance that thou dost give unto us. Our Heavenly Father, wouldst thou bless us through this spiritual thing and this temporal thing. We ask humbly in Jesus' name. Amen.
Good morning, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> it is great to be in the house of the Lord with you. And uh, forgive me for my excitement. I am. Uh, God created me to be over overzealous most of the time. Uh, enthusiasm is, I think, my air that He lets me breathe. And I hope that I can share some of that enthusiasm with you today as we come to remember what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us and continues to do for us. While preparing for today, it was impressed upon me to talk about the bread of life and to focus how Jesus is the bread of life. We all, we all have read the Lord's Prayer. And the Lord's Prayer came about when they asked Jesus, how should we pray? I'm sure I've said that my whole life when I pray. I've taught my daughters how to say that prayer. But it never quite affected me As much as this week, when he says, give us this day our daily bread. God planned on Jesus being that daily bread and that he is the bread of life. An interesting fact is that uh, that I found this week that uh, the name Bethlehem, the city in which Jesus was born, is he, in the Hebrew language, it means the house of bread. <clears throat> when I learn little facts like that, those really stick with me. I, I can honestly tell you I'll never forget that. Jesus was born in the house of bread. And he is the bread of life. Today I would like to briefly discuss four points. First, the significance of bread. Second, the source of the bread. Three, the supping of the bread. And four, the supply of the bread. First, the significance of the bread. Bread is a commodity that everyone can relate to. Everyone understands its importance. It gives us that nutrients that we need. Every civilization has some type of bread to sustain life. They have found fossilized bread in some archaeological digs. In in John chapter 6, after Jesus fed the 5,000, the multitude was looking for Jesus. His disciples... Jesus and his disciples, when they realized Jesus was on the other side of the sea. I would like to start reading in John chapter 6, verses 26. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me not, because ye desire to keep my sayings, neither because... Ye saw the miracles, but because ye eat of the loaves and were filled, 
Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man hath power to give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? And Jesus answered and said, Unto them this is the work of God, that ye believe on him who he hath sent. Our father did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not the bread from heaven. But my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then say they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger and that He that believeth on me shall never thirst. I'd like to skip to uh, verse 47. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me have everlasting life. I am that bread of life. That is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. But I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. When Jesus taught us how to pray, He taught us to pray, to give this our daily bread. Give us our daily bread. Jesus is our daily bread. We need Jesus daily. God gave us 24 hours because he knew that our earthly bodies could not handle many more. God knew our minds would need to be reminded every day what is important and why to ask for our daily bread. Our bodies need to be fed daily for strength. Our spirits need to be fed daily to endure the temptations of this world and the darts from the adversary. Jesus taught his followers that Jesus Christ is the true source of life, both in this life and the eternal life. In John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said unto them, And I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. Second, the source of the bread. The short answer is that bread is, is from heaven. In Jewish history, they had a tradition. When the Messiah came, he would restore The manna miracle. Manna is the bread-like substance that the Israelites gathered daily 
for their food and sustained life. Jesus fulfilled the prophecy by being the bread of life. Manna is from heaven and not from man. And from John and from John 3:16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believe on him is not condemned, but he who believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed on the name of the only begotten Son, which before was preached by the mouth of the holy prophets, for they testify of me. God loves us. We are his children. And he loves us so much that he sacrificed his only son. And so that we could return to him. In Doctrine and Covenants section 22 verses 23b. And there is no end to my work. Neither my words. For this is my work and my glory. To bring past immortality and eternal life to man. The supping of the bread. The two examples are the Passover and the Last Supper. Paul talks about the sacrament in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I'm sorry. Chapter 11, verses 24 and 26. And when he had given thanks, he break it. And he said, take Eat of this, my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood. Do this, ye, as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as oft as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, Ye do the Lord's death till he come. I'm going to read 26 again. For as oft as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. And when I read that, I thought what that means, what that means to me as we do this until he comes and that he is coming and that is a promise <clears throat> the supply of the bread i uh, had experienced this very morning in preparation for this and it it came from my dog biscuit he came into the room not that he wanted to go outside, he just wanted to be near me. I was thinking, well, that's odd. And uh, 
I petted him, said, good boy. And then we uh, had gone into the kitchen. And uh, Reagan was awake at this moment, and, and uh, she had a Cheerio in her hand. And uh, all, it took, all it took was to put that Cheerio in my hand and put it to my dog's mouth, and he partaked. And it just made me, made me think of today and what a simple message. Here's, I'm the bread of life. Take this bread and eat it. He provides all that we need. In uh, in Matthew eight, I'm sorry, in Matthew chapter five, verse eight. And blessed are all they who hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. I had uh, had a, another. I'm full of testimonies. Everybody knows that. Um, I had another experience at my niece's. Uh, she had a little performance that they did up in Liberty a couple weeks ago, and it never hit me till then. All the performances that you see at the end of the show, all the actors come to the front of the stage. And they, they give credit, they bow, and then they give credit. We're going to take a knee, and we're going to give credit to our Lord. But what they do is they point to who helped them on that performance. My hand to that table. That's the applause that's in my heart. That is why we are partaking of communion is so important to remember Jesus and the sacrifice of love for us. Our covenant that we made to take upon his name and always remember him to keep his commandments, which he gave us. May we always have his spirit to be with us. The table is set. Those that have made covenant are invited to partake. Like it says on our communion table, to do this in remembrance of me. Let us go forward today and make a change. I hope that, I hope that this has brought him honor and glory and that he looks down and is well pleased. Thank you, Brother Joe. He certainly is our daily bread. And as Joe has mentioned, the table before us, and we now come to that time in our service that we will eat of that bread, and drink of that cup. And as the emblems are prepared by our pastor, let us remain seated and sing hymn 372.
Prepared before you, saints, is the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And as we have heard uh, this morning, already spoken of the emblems of what this represents for us as the body of Christ, as members of his church. And so now I call upon you, saints of the living God, would you join me now as we kneel as the prayer is offered over the bread. Eternal Father, we ask Thee in the name of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this bread to the souls of all those who partake of it, that they may eat in remembrance of the body of Thy Son, and witness unto Thee, O God, the Eternal Father, 
that they are willing to take upon them the name of thy Son, and always remember him, and keep his commandments which he has given them, that they may always have his Spirit to be with them. Amen. Did all that desired to partake receive their portion of the bread? Then once again, saints, would you join me as we kneel as the prayer is offered over the wine? O God, the Eternal Father, We ask thee in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this wine to the souls of all those who drink of it, that they may do it in remembrance of the blood of thy Son, which was shed for them, that they may witness unto thee, O God, the Eternal Father, that they do always remember him, that they may have his Spirit to be with them. Amen. Did everyone receive their portion of the wine that desired to partake this morning? Very good. I'd like to read to you, and if you have your Book of Mormons with you, turn to the 19th chapter of the Book of Alma. I want to read beginning at verse 96. And thus we see that all mankind were fallen and that they were in the grasp of justice, yea, the justice of God, which consigned them forever to be cut off from his presence. And now the plan of mercy could not be brought about except an atonement should be made. Therefore God himself atoneth 
for the sins of the world, to bring about the plan of mercy, to appease the demands of justice, that God might be a perfect, just God and a merciful God also. What beautiful words Alma spoke to his son, Corianton, and he had just explained to him how it was that uh, man, because of our sinfulness, became um, separated from God. And the words that he used was there was a spiritual death as well as a temporal being cut off from the presence of God. And God knew our state. He knew the condition that we were in, and he knew if something didn't change, that we, when we departed from this world, our souls would be miserable forever, being cut off from him. And so he, according to his justice and his grace, allowed this life that we live to be a preparatory state a time in which we could, through our repentance, prepare to meet him. What a beautiful plan. You know, Brother Ed shared with us this morning in our prayer and testimony service about a message that Brother Carl Anderson brought to us at Reunion. And I was privileged to be the presider, the presiding elder that night at uh, Reunion that that was given. And And I stood afterwards and bore witness to the truth of the message that came. It was very clear to me that uh, those words met with the approval of our Heavenly Father. Yea, came from him through his servant. And I don't remember all of the words, but the words that stand out in my mind, and I'll paraphrase, are these. He told us not to be concerned about the wickedness, the flood of wickedness that we see over this world today, but to look for the wave of righteousness that would come and sweep over the entire world. That's his plan. You see, he has a plan of redemption for us. And the Lord has a plan for the redemption of all of the house of Israel here in these last days, and even all of the world. And his words return not to him void. They will be accomplished. And that's the message I'd like to share with you this morning, saints, that the Lord's plan is perfect. Look to him Use these days of your preparation that you might become part of this wave of righteousness that will sweep the earth. I pray that that day comes soon, and I believe that it will, and that we'll be able to behold with our very own eyes the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ going to all of the world as part of this wave of righteousness. And we'll be able to see his coming.
in the clouds of glory. I look so forward to those days, and I pray that together we will be able to rejoice and see them one with another. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord bless you as you endeavor to become this righteous people. God, the Eternal Father, uh, may all praise and honor and glory be attributed to Thee in Thy holy name. And this day, as we have come together to worship and to reach forth our hand and partake of the emblems, we pray, Father, that You would uh, bless Your people, that they might go from this place remembering that which they have done, that which they have experienced. And with an eye single to your glory, may they be about our Father's business. Go before us now, we would pray and ask, as I pronounce a benediction upon this service, bless your people and bless those that they come in contact with this week, that indeed uh, those that we meet, that they might see something different in our lives and ask the reason for the hope that lies within us. We ask all these things, our Father, in the sacred and blessed name of our Savior, who is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.